All right, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Call to the pen. Here at Call to the Pen HQ, Redheaded Stepchild of the Hammer Betting Network. Please press the bell. You know, just help us. Help us. Like, review, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, throw pamphlets out the freaking window, man. Get the word out. Fastest show with MLB. Absolutely anywhere. But your host, the big man at John Legaza on the Bird app. Get me any time of day, any day of the week. Mr. Cooper on the ones and twos, hardest making word, hardest working, working worm, <laughs> hardest working man in the industry. Doing a can connection. Welcome aboard, everybody, in the comment section. Yeah, a little fired up for a short slate today. I thought maybe, you know, the uh, the waiting room might be empty. Brian Rose, D-Rock, what's up? Michael K, Tyler C, how is everybody doing? Bell Hammered, appreciate you. Sound the clocks. Get the degenerates. Like Lord of the Rings, right? Light that, light that basket of flame. All right, short slate. What's that mean? We're going to fool around a little bit, have some fun today. Feathers in the cap abound. Just three late games. We're going to dive in nicey-nice, show people what we're all about. I got some of the granular kind of pitching stuff that's fun for the fantasy and the analytical nerds out there. But also helps you know understand kind of what's going on behind the scenes. Make sure you smash the like button. We'll get a parlay for the little afternoon parlay. We got some what a weird schedule, I'm telling you, man. MLB was bragging about the scheduling coming into the season. We should have known that was a sure sign it was going to be ruined. <laughs> you know, it was like, don't worry, it's all balanced in the, all the time. It's going to be baseball all the time. Like, theoretically, it should be baseball almost all the time if you're balancing it correctly. Yeah, there's a couple games in the afternoon. There's a total dead spot. There's a couple games, like three games we're going to talk about in the evening. And then nothing starting after 8 o'clock. So it's TV wife with the night. TV, TV. Night with the wife. What am I doing today, man? We are all crossed up. Enough of that. More of this. Let's do it. Fast to show everybody. Again, three games in the late slate. Let's dive right in. And it's all like pitching matchups. It's not really like not going to be a big day for us. That's okay. You can't lose what you don't bet. It's Hunter Green and the Reds. Cincinnati plus 145 long dogs heading to Boston up in the northeast quadrant of the United States of America. These United States of America. Against the Red Sox and Chris Sale, minus 155 favorites. You know, two of my favorite <laughs> pitchers, right? Old line and young line. Green so far, 4-1-8 ERA, 1-4 whip, 7-68 OPS. But, you know, you're going you know, to get the butt, butt, butt. Pitching in Great American Small Park. 3-4 ERA, uh, XFIP, 3-3, K-minus walk ERA, 3-3 Sierra. 129 Stuff Plus on the fastball. Remember, Stuff Plus is not WRC Plus. It's not... One click is a percent. Every, you know, 10 is a standard deviation. So it's three, three full standard deviations better. NBA props, 20, what's going on? Buendia, let's get back on it. Let's get back on the horse, right? Let's do it. So Hunter Green, the fastball is excellent. 33% K to 9% walk. That 9% walk rate is not bad for that kind of K stuff. 24 K minus BB, 14 and a half swing to strike. 32 whiff. I mean, really looking pretty strong. I'm seeing on my thing right now. I have my foul ball and first strike crossed. So 61 first strike. Sorry, 31 foul. So just short of the bully metric that we like. That would have been messing me up all day. And I had little hiccups lately. But the number we really want to look at when you're looking at green is that 79% in zone contact. 
16 likes already. Thank you all so much. You know, again, we, we may not be large, but we are ferocious. Jeff C, what's going on, man? Yeah, Reds, Red Sox, we're doing it right now. So remember, green, excellent, winning in the zone. That kind of zone contact is no joke. So what does that mean? You know, it's been a contact thing, maybe a missed thing, and maybe an environment thing. Right, so 43 fly balls a bit high for the 43 hard hit, 10% barrel. However, his ability to win up in the zone has only been a 1.25 homer 9, 293 expected ball. So those are all very strong, right? He's been very good against lefties, not as much against righties as Hunter Green. But the big thing, of course, the home away split, right? So at home, 845 OPS, ERA north of 5, more than 2 homer 9, right? All the stuff that drives you nuts, roster and Hunter Green. Other side on the road. 3-4 ERA, 700 OPS, 3x5, half a homer 9. Hunter Green on the road, right? I got some of the granular stuff, like I mentioned. Plus four earned runs in three of four games. That was before this last one. Run them at Colorado, but on a 360 Babbitt, right? So we're always kind of looking at the, like, the why. Again, hopefully what you're getting when you come hang out with us here. Last two games, though, he's looked awesome, right? Six innings pitch minimum, 10K minimum. On the back of that fastball I mentioned, it's awesome. 13 inches V move, 12 inches horizontal, right? So it stays nice and flat, but also has a ton of run. 54 use, 27 whiff, right? So when you see the high whiff rate on a fastball, that kind of fastball, it kind of makes sense. But remember, then it's all about how he pairs it with the slider. The secondaries for green are rid ridiculous, right? The slider, remember, our triple slash, when we talk about a pitch, uh, my favorite descriptor, to be brief, or brief as I can be, is usage X slug whiff rate. So you have an idea of how often it gets used, how hard it gets hit, and then if it creates swings and misses. Remember, X slug a little bit better than greater than sign XBA, right? An idea XBA batting average is just going to tell you if it lands, where slugging implies extra bases because of launch velocity, right? Exit velocity plus launch angle, launch velocity. So keep that in mind. Hunter Green, like a lot of good stuff under there. And then the third pitch will change about a 35% whiff rate also, right? So super strong for Green. You know, and again, we I've been under this entire series. We've been getting paid also. Red Sox offense last 500 plate appearances. Only eight homers, 37 runs as a both bottom five. Sub 300 OBP, sub 670 OPS. Those are bottom eight. You know, the swing and strike rate is in a good spot. They don't chase, but that's about it. They're putting the ball on the ground a ton. Bottom 10 in pull rate, bottom 10 hard hit. Only 6% barrel. That's good for a 79 WRC+. plus. So Red Sox really not looking very good right now. You got to think Green has the edge at least through 15 outs. Let's go flip side. Chris Sale, the old man. 55 and a third. Again, this is like Contact City, you know. My fantasy heads. This is for you, yo. 470 ERA, 116 whip, a 719 OPS, but all of the earn run indicators firmly in place, right? So XFIP, K minus walk, expected ERA, and Sierra all at 3.55 or below. And maybe more importantly, I've been talking about PFIP, or technically it's like exit velocity induced PFIP. I don't know. Alex is a freaking genius. So when you deal with people that are really, really smart, man, sometimes you need people like me to work the buffer. It's a buffer, you know what I mean? Work the buffer zone. So I've been using Alex's EVP FIP. One, because he's objectively brilliant, but 
he did a really excellent article, but he shows the work, right? So it's correlating more heavily to ERA than any of the other indicators. But now that doesn't mean I throw them away. We like to look at them all, and then sometimes knowing their nuances, we can have to figure out kind of what's going on. Because <laughs> the projections, I think probably an aggregate or an average is probably the best, considering you're not overlapping them. But I've been using PFIP, and that one is just off the page, 264. For Chris Sale, 28K to 6 walk, 22K minus BB we love. You know, I've been mentioning ball rate. It's been very helpful with these walk props. Although I should probably learn to start paying a little juice, you know. Because when I run cold and I only had half these parlays, you end up losing. Where if you paid the juice, granted, you'd still be losing, but you'd be losing less, but you got to pay less, which is what gets me into the parlays, lower risk parlays in the first place. Right? I don't just not, I don't just throw the stuff against a wall. I'm, I'm, I'm mathematically backed. You know, the uh, the MIT grads will tell you to pay the juice every time, but we don't always have a million samples, right, to have it ironed out. Anyway, I've been adding ball rate because I think it's better than walk rate. When we're looking for these walk and strikeout props, 34% ball rate, just about as low as she goes. So, sale living in the zone. 66 first strike, 36 O swing. So, there's your bully metric. You know, anytime that's over 100, right, people? If you're new here, welcome aboard. We give, I noticed we're getting new subscribers. Thank you. Make sure you subscribe to this and press that bell and the finger and just whatever. I don't know. Hoot and holler while you do it. I wish, like, I don't even know, like, but YouTube, I get people to sing stupid songs. It's so ridiculous. Like, please don't give. Let's not give any ideas, right? So, Chris, say the bully metric: when you get first strike plus O swing over hundred, right? You get up, you get ahead, and you make them chase your junk, right? Pretty intuitive. But I found this a pretty good combination of skills that I really like. And again, you don't really hear that elsewhere. I like to be unique. Hard hit suppression really working for sale. Thirty-four percent hard hit, seven percent barrel, a two seventy-nine x wobo. You know that's what that's what it's all about. Striking up 34% of the lefties, maybe what you'd expect, walking away 2%. But righty, same thing, 26 to 6. So he's been he's been excellent, you know, and pitching his best ball at home also right now. We're looking at you know, looking at these splits that we gotta get into during these short slates, right? When we do 15 games in five minutes, what do we have? Hit the 20 like, bam, baby. First milestone achieved. Thank you all so much. Really, it means a lot. And I think whatever, it's it's the good kind of people that come to the show, right? You know, listen, it's free, right? I don't bullshit you. This show's free. What do you do? You press a like button. It's a pretty decent trade. Right? Besides the stats, hopefully you learn something. Maybe you have a laugh, make a friend or two. Like, geez, what's better than that? So Chris Sale doing his best pitching at home. How did a 186 batting average allowed at home? 609 OPS. So he's been really, really tough. Funny enough, Red's offense started click up, tick up, as we say around here. 287 batting average, 361 OBP. Those are top three. Right? 10% ten percent walk, 10% swing strike. But they do strike out because they do lose in the zone, right? So as much as – I don't know, man. If I, I don't know if I got the, hate, the same hankering I had with Ben Lively that Cincinnati's going to win because I really do like Sale. So I think we've got to go with the under on this one. Let's hop into the bullpens and see which one. Oh, I'm seeing some blue next to Cincinnati. Again, if you're wondering what I'm referring to, you follow me on Twitter at John Leghazer, just the way my name is spelled. What's up, Damani? How we doing, man? Ye professore. Buen dia. Buongiorno. How's everybody doing? Yeah, you follow me up on Twitter. I'll take you to the pinned tweet. I mean, just look for the doc link. It's free. Like, if you're, it's right there. Like, right now, I'm like, pay for my work. It's like free. And it'll be open and exposed to the entire season. So, thank you to all the people that have paid. I don't care if you're one of the ones that hasn't. Like, I understand. Hopefully, you make 50 bucks, you can pay for it. Like, that's, then I think everybody wins. 
So I keep getting the question, right, red versus blue. I've mimicked savant, baseball savant, where red is always good, right? Regardless of high or low, red is good, blue is cold, right? Hot and cold. And when you see that kind of pop off the sheets, you know, you're, you're talking about an outlier. So Reds last 45 innings, not only a 4-6 ERA, but a 4-6 whip. 4-6 Sierra, I'm sorry. 4-6 Sierra, dead last. 1-5 whip, not any good. 35 chase. Like, really, I mean, it's it's been a, it's been a rough go in that bullpen. 41 hard hit. Other side of Boston, bullpen's been a lot better. Big correction. 3-6 ERA, one flat whip, 189 batting average across 40 innings. Very good. So I think the answer here is probably the F5. What's with the F5 under, Jay? Yeah, thanks again for all the likes, everybody. <clears throat> Mike K on the see, this is my kind of guy because he's on looking for low totals, right? We are the we are the kings of low expectations right here. So I know I want the under on the F5, but the reason being, he might get his on the back end. Again, Mike, you got to do us that solid if you're going to put up plays. We want the pricing, right? Because we're we are like that. Right, where the players play, where the chefs come and eat, yo. So yeah, let's go. This one again. Oh man, minus one forty for the half run. That kind of that kind of sucks. All right, so we don't want that. Let's go with the minus one fifteen. Quick lesson for me, Jay. Jay, if you notice, make sure you're looking along like this. Um, this app you're looking at is Betstamp app forward slash call to the pen, and you know, listen, it's showing you where the best prices are. Those are live links to the books. We can go get them. Now, I mean, listen, we're probably assuming, uh, you know, I don't hide this stuff. I probably assume if you're listening to Ellis, you're probably pretty sharp. I don't know. I hope that doesn't sound too arrogant. But you're probably pretty sharp. You probably have access to different books. But this is a great way to do that if you don't, you know. If anything, you know me. We don't just shill. We want to help. So use the BetSafe app to track which book has the best price. And if you find a book that consistently has the best price, use the BetSafe app to sign up. And then everybody wins, right? Again, we're not asking for nothing for nothing, as my grandfather would say, in this life. <laughs> Rest in peace, POP. All right, come on. So we're going to do this under. Mike likes the Cincinnati over. I'm not quite there, though. I do see it, right? I mean, of course, anytime you're betting on pitching and it falls apart right now, you feel like a pure donkey. Let's get up into the second game. That was fun, right? You know what? Did I even do, though? I didn't even do sale. I got to do it because I did the notes really quick. Sale. First 23 innings, 8 ERA, 3 whip, 2 over 9. Last 32 innings, 2-2 two, two ERA, 0.75 whip. 25 came on his walk, 3-quarter, over 9. He's ditched the changeup and the sinker for more fastball slider. The slider really dirty, 315 X look, 38 whip. All right, I got to it. On the, the shallow days, I have an extra tab for grinding little notes, you know, like where other people take those days and go do stuff or whatever, and ignore their work and their responsibilities and their followers and everything. You know me, I'm going to take every freaking available second to work. Let's go. Next up, it's the Guardians. Tanner Bybee, plus 125 dogs going to the Twinkies. And Pablo Lopez is the Twins, minus 130. Bybee's been awesome so far. The youngster, 2-8 ERA, 108 whip, 600 OPS. Expected ERA below three. Walk rate at six and a half. All the things we love. 58 first strike and 80 Z-Con. The chase rate not really there for the bully metric. But we love the 80 Z-Con, right? His ability to win inside. The zone. Bobby's been extremely good. Lots of fly balls, but lots of pop-ups. Remember to add those in. He's been excellent at contact suppression because he's won around the edges. 24% hard hit, four barrel, half a homer nine. 260 X Woba, only 314 expected Woba on contact. 314. That is about as low as she goes. Remember, that is a purely contact isolated metric. 
got to be careful when you use X-Mobile in pitches because it does involve other stuff. Generally, these things will correlate most perfectly, but you know me. I just want to make sure that we're not misleading anybody. But again, Bobby's been awesome. Very difficult to get a stick on it. Pretty even split home road, 318. Road ERA, three-quarter home or nine. You know, he's just been good. Diving into Bybee, split proof. Now, if you roll with us, you know what that means. So split proof meaning Bybee has a sub 300 WOBA home away lefty righty split proof, right? So no matter where we stick them, sub 300 WOBA, which is just really benchmark for excellent, really. Last three games, now they're really letting him pull up the workload. 98 pitches thrown at least, one earned run max, one home run total, right? Really good. Pretty generic kind of arsenal split, fastball slider change curve. Fastball at 95, which is good, but it's all about the secondaries. So slider, 30 use, 173 X-Lug, 37 whiff. I mean, wow, money, yo, money. And it, it's not a low changeup, 14 use, right? So with tertiary, but still used, 166 X-Lug, 45 whiff. So Bybee has a legit two of, like, the better pitches in the league as far as performance go. You know, in the same arsenal, kind of backing up all the underlying stuff. So I'm, I'm, you're going to find us back at Bybee like crazy. Flip side, Pablo Lopez. 411 ERA, 113 whip, 691 OPS. So you got to think the ERA is probably the bogus one. All the indicators are 3.5 below, PFIP at 3 and a quarter. 30% K, which we love, the 7% walk looking good. 15 swing and strike. 33 ball, 30 CSW, 31 whiff. Just check, 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 check for Pablo Lopez. I know I got mistakes here. Too many fly balls, but tons of pop-ups again for Lopez, which is fine. You know, again, that's going to be a function of working up in the zone where, you know, home and, and in particular, good pitchers are doing it with nobody on. Right, so you're more apt to work up in the zone with a fastball you might not trust with nobody on, in particular if you're behind. And we as fantasy people and betters get mad that home runs get given up, but that's kind of part of it. OPMG, fashionably late to the party. What's going on? So a lot of it looked pretty good for Lopez, pretty decent lefty-ready split, 240 max BA. Pretty big. Home away split, though, which I was a little thrown off by. You know, that's like the last one I looked for. But it does matter, right? You have the ball treatment in the humidor environment. And then you have batter, the batter's eye, right? The things that, things that might be constant. So it's been a rough go at home so far. 780 OPS 5.5 ERA for Lopez. At home. Kind of a tough go. And I went to check the competition. Yeah, Toronto was the last one. But before there was Casey and Washington. Now, I know we love Washington, but like, you know, no one no one is saying, oh man, well, you had to beat the Nats. And as of late, things kind of fall apart a touch, right? Four runs or more, two home runs or more, three walks or more, and two of the last three. Now, minimum 30% whiff on the fastball sweeper and change. But it's that fastball degradation that's getting me in trouble. Overuse of the fastball when it's not performing, right? 550 X log, six home runs on the four seamer. So I actually think that's probably the chink in the armor here for Lopez. You pop over to the offensive side, you know, the Cleveland offense is really kind of really kind of stuck. 
right? 245 BA, 298 OBP. They don't strike out, though, and they don't swing and miss, and they make a ton of contact. So that actually is an interesting pairing, right? Interesting matrix there for a guy like Lopez, who is going to rely on a swing and miss, which they just don't, but they just don't do. I mean, Cleveland, best in the league, sub 9% swing and strike. Best in the league, 89 zone contact. But everything else is terrible. 47 ground ball, 23 hard hit, three barrel, 87 WRC plus. And I mean, maybe the worst team as far as X Woman and writings go last 30 days, right? Cleveland, not very good. What's the other look like on this one, Jay? Did I, I I posted it? I'm hoping I didn't push it down to four. If we can get under four and a half, yeah, we'll do it at what 120. That's at the borderline of totals for me. But I guess we can go for it because I do believe. I believe. So let's do that one. Let's go with the other. I just don't think the offense is going to be there. And I did not post this. Sharp Money says Cleveland wins outright at, with, with the money. Um, I think I am going to post that one later today. I got some car stuff I got to take care of. Though. So I think it'd be Cleveland. But, man, it's really close. Again, both bullpens have been excellent. So full game under is intact as well. I just think the one hole in the pitching game here is the Lopez fastball. It'll be interesting to see if Cleveland could jump on it. Naylor and J-Ram each batting 350 or better last 20 plate appearances against righties. And then I dove into the fastball stuff because I think that's what I think they'll be looking at the same thing, right? You're going to ignore the secondaries. You're not, you can't hit the benders. So this is Naylor and J-Ram against right-handed fastballs on the season. 82% contact minimum, 12% barrel minimum, 6% blast minimum, 400 x woba minimum. Miles Straw has also been hitting right as well at the back of the order. So I, I think that'll be it. Again, I don't think we're getting some kind of blowout. But this feels like a you know 3-1, 3-1, 2-1, 2-0 Cleveland win. Let's move it up. Last but not least, it's the Angels and Reed Detmers plus 155 Delves on the road to the Astros, my boy Framer Valdez. I like both of these guys. Detmers, this is not, not really what we signed up for as I was uh, as I was pushing him, you know, in fantasy people, right? Sorry, not sorry. 4-9 ERA, 1-5 whip, 7-65 OPS, mixed bag on the indicators, which tells us what there's probably something good there. XFIP, K-minus walk, ERA, and Sierra all south of four. 28% K, not any bad, not bad. 19 K minus BB, 14 swing and strike, 30 CSW, 31 whiff. Those are a lot of things we like. The chases have not been there, but he is winning in the zone, 81 zone contact, which of course we love. Again, too many line drives. That's not sticky. 5% barrel. That's what we're looking at. 320 X Woba, really not any bad as well. It's been lefties getting to him. But I wanted to talk about that for just a quick second. Like, that's a really tough spell, right? When you're we're talking about young pitchers constantly making adjustments. Again, the set the sample lefty lefty is always going to be the smallest. So that's my least, you know, the split I'm going to least. Again, lefty's batting 333, 915 OPS. But the sample's small because the season's so young. He's also been much better on the road than at home. So I think we probably see the better side of Detmers today. 5-3 ERA at home 4-4. On the road, but 256 BA allowed not bad, 0.4 homer nine for Detmers away. So he's been clearly been better on the road. 
problem is these Astros starting to click up. Right? We mentioned that Houston starting to get it going. 326 team OVP, 770 OPS. The disciplinary basket really strong. Batting average maybe not there, but they're starting to hit for power as well because the pull profile is there, right? 42 fly ball, 46 pull, 42 hard hit. All, right, everything in place there. So I, I, I like Detmers today. I think Houston gets to him for just enough. Bouncing back from yesterday, also, right? Houston kind of stunk yesterday. Other side, Framer Valdez, the man, right? Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. Hand notes. Detmers, two earned runs of war. Every single game started. Blech. He's only completed six innings once. Blech. Two walks in each of the last five. However, in that span, 390 Babbitt. That's unsustainable. Right? So that has to have an eye up. The fastball is good, but it's, it misses too much. 14 and a half V move by 11 and a half outside run, which is very good. But it's been a 523X log, only 17 whiff because the misses are middle middle. He's relying on the slider, which is still very good. 41 use, 333X log, 39 whiff. The slider's money. With the curveball coming in with a 42 whiff as well. So I tend to like Devers. I just don't, I just think he's going to get, I just think Houston will get enough done. Why? Because Valdez has been so damn good. 265X FIP, 296 Sierra, 5% walk for Valdez. Right, he doesn't get the swing and miss, but he doesn't have 29 CSW. He's like locking guys up, man. 60% ground ball, three quarters home or nine, just all the stuff that you really love. And he's also been very good at home 2 4 ERA, 2 4 XFIP, 0.4 home or nine at home. You know, Valdez really this is the best version of himself. I have a Cy Young ticket for him. Throwing a sinker, curve, cutter, and change up the righties only, that last one. Last three of those pitches have a 32-plus whiff rate, right? So we were, we were being told at one point, Valdez can't get swings and misses or strikeouts. Like, I would beg to differ on that one. The velo is up nearly two miles an hour across the board. Seven innings or more, six of 11, eight Ks, and five of the last 11 as well. So, you know, you're kind of getting a mixer of everything. I really, I just really like Valdez, and I, I tend to not go up against him. But I don't like him enough to go up against Detmers and pay a 170 freight. You know, pretty heavy stuff. Angels often starting to get going. Again, you really, they kind of take, listen, newsflash. The Angels go as Mike Trout and Otani go, right? When they, when they start to slouch, the team goes in the tank, right? Now, Trout and Otani getting up off the mat. I'm getting out of the way of the Angels. Top three in home runs, last 500 PAs, 801 OPS. That's also top five. Putting the ball in the air, pulling also, right? 42 fly ball, 43 pull, 41 hard hit. Is the 345 Woba 118 WRC plus? So I, I just, I'm, I'm a little tough on this one. Like I said, I think Houston edges it out, but I wouldn't pay any kind of freight for it at all. Algo is in agreement, slight edge to Astros for the win. Again, really not much here. I know not much betting going on today on my end. I can't even go under on this one. My man, Michael K is over the Angels team total. I don't know. I like the plus money. Anytime I'm almost seeing again, you know, when you're like board betting or price betting, anytime you get a good offense at three and a half plus money, more often than not, those are good plays. Right? Average scores above that. Right? We're not good at telling the future. So I just don't like to mess with Valdez. As I mentioned a bunch of times, also Houston bullpen, very good. One of the best in the league on the season, 178 innings, three ERA, 119 whip, 29K, 79 zone contact is very good. Those are all first. Last 34 innings, 315 ERA, 33 Sierra, 29.5K, 79 zone contact, 1% barrel, half a homer nine. 
So, you know, that's kind of the stuff that just squash you a little bit. Yeah, OPMG, well, you're very right. We didn't have nothing on the totals. Really nothing ringing. Though I am just kicking myself. Oh, God, I hate, I usually very rarely beat myself up. And I beat myself up yesterday. Why? You all know. Strongest signal on the F5 board total-wise were the Baltimore Orioles. Right behind it were the Oakland A's. And we took the Orioles because I was afraid of going up against Beaver to go up against Schuster. And, of course, the Orioles hung a five spot. And Oakland wet their pants so they had been on and like double played, got thrown on stealing. Regardless, we didn't get it done. Long story short, the algo is screaming above the run. When we get those plus run signals, go, just do it. Note to self. All right, thanks everybody. That'll do for the main slate, the three-game meter. All right, let's put together a little, let's put together a little parlay. We got uh, 40 minutes till it starts. Another 10 minutes in the show. This oh, this was fun. We actually like look at this stuff and take a breath. First up, it's Freddie Peralta going to Toronto to face Kevin Gaussman. I mean, I, I've really liked Peralta in the past, right? I don't want to make any mistake, but it's been a really rough go. ERA up near five, whip above 1-4. I, I don't know what happened. You know, it's been too many walks. He's not getting the strikeouts you'd expect because he doesn't do any chases. I guess that's it. They're just too far outside. So do me a favor. I know I hit this one. Oh, I don't know if we can parlay these walk, right? I don't think you can walk with parlay walk stuff. So if you are into that stuff and you don't mind paying juice, walk the walk parlay from Peralta is probably pretty strong. I personally have Toronto to cover, but that was a straight play. If we're going to go for the parlay, I think maybe eat the juice and just go for the win. Again, you know, we're coming up close to these parlays. Really, we're coming close. I think today, maybe today will be the day. So, first, first thing, we Toronto just for the win. Let's not be greedy. Kevin Gaussman greater than Sonny Peralta. Gaussman's been, I mean, just phenomenal, right? Like Sayong stuff going on. Peripherals even stronger than the underlying stuff. And then again, I think we have the objective edge on offense. Toronto over the Blue Jays. And then the bullpens are going to be what it is. The Toronto bullpen's actually been pretty good. Brewers bullpen had been really struggling. They're correcting course. But I do think Toronto wins this one. Mark that up in the bag. Let's go get it next up. Padres and Joey Musgrove going to Miami to face the Marlins and the Jesus Lizard. You know, I, I, you see this one. I thought, wow, this one's got to be Musgrove, right? But, man, it's been really rough for Joey. And 5-6 ERA, 1-5 whip. I didn't even like. I didn't realize how rough it had been the indicators are mixed. They're not that mixed. The walk rate's nice and low, but where are the strikeouts? Where are the whiffs at 90% zone contact? Really kind of a rough bag, not what you'd expect. Lazardo, who I've been backing all year, probably a bit stronger, right? Because the K's have been there. Swing and strike up at 14, CSW at 30, all the things that we generally like. He's also been very good at home. Where, I mean, gosh, man. Musgrove's hasn't really been good anywhere. He's been better at on the road than at home, but this one's been rough. Let's pop into the offenses. I had to really start to do the thing. Top three batting average, top three OBP. I wonder if we got to go with Miami, Miami to win this one. Bullpen check. Pretty even. Both looking pretty good. Miami with a few too many walks, but they've been excellent otherwise. Final say to the Algo. I've got this one tied through five, and I've got San Diego like, like by a nose. 
is. But I think I'm going to disobey here because I think I think the analysis is I think we're going to go with man, should we pay the plus one and a half? Or maybe maybe that is the answer. Plus, let's go plus one and a half Miami, Jay. Really, we're going to try and put all this like conservative, like analysis-based application into effect here, right? Instead of trying to coin flip, because that's that's where I came up, the coin flip, and the odds had coin flip. But even with the minus 105, the Marlins had the plus one and a half. So I'll eat, I'd rather eat the juice with that, and let's just try to bank a freaking win, okay? Next up, Phillies and Taiwan Walker, plus 155 dogs to the Mets. And man, Max Scherzer. Scherzer's been looking pretty good. He's probably only going to get better. Walker's been a really rough go, man. It's been really rough. What you know, generally think of it as being good when he's out there. Five six ERA, one five whip, eight hundred OPS from Walker. It's been super rough for him. Really struggling on the road as well. Six seven ERA, eight seventy OPS, three eleven batting average against. Uh, I think we might have to go with the donkey play here. Man, I'm afraid of repair this. This one I actually, this is funny now. I'm going to go against even when I was talking about being conservative because I like really like the Mets to cover all of this one. What's that one look like, Jay? I want to get the, the pricing is so disparate in the, across the books. Again, why you want to be using points, bet, you know, and why you want to be using this stuff? Why you want to go sign up and save your money, right? I feel like it's so intuitive. Like save money, good thing, you know. Uga came in analysis, dude. The flashing colors got me bugging out right now. I, I'm lost. I got no chance of following. Man, man I come on. Let's go Mets to cover. Because if not, if not, I'm not going to be able to stomach the odds that we need on four events, like legit. So I think the Mets. I think the Mets have the upper hand here on probably all at least two edges. I know the Mets pen has struggled as of late. But I'm not ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater. The Sierra, full run better than the ERA. You know, the fly ball nice and low, but the home runs are so high, which is really weird. So we'll go with the Mets and Max to cover. That's probably our donkey bet. That's the that'll be the right, that's the donkey section of the parlay. But we needed to jack it up in the last one. It's the Rockies and Connor Seabull. I had Chase Anderson. But I think both equally terrible. Going to the desert to face Zach Davies and the Diamondbacks. Man, Diamondbacks minus 170 favorites. Don't think I could pay that for a guy of Davies ilk. 5'7 ERA, 175 whip for Davies. Again, I had Anderson, but it's Seabowl. So let's take the easy way out. Let's just double check these pens. Yeah, Colorado bullpen, really, real struggle. Six ERA, last 54 innings. Arizona, the ERA is nice and low, but double-digit walk rate. So I can think maybe the answer here is the over. Is that eight and a half? Was it nine? Is it nine and a half, that one? Oh, gosh, I really hate doing that, man. But I think that really might – I think that is the answer. That's the only thing I would, I would touch, man. Is go over the nine and a half and kind of look for the meltdown, the Colorado meltdown. Arizona offense has been pretty good. So they could definitely get to Seabowl. And actually, Colorado offense, believe it or not, even on the road, they've been good. 275 team average, 770 OPS since they're putting the ball in the air. They've been very good against righties. 336 team X Woba against righties last 30. So let's go over the nine and a half. They get to, well, I guess it's a nice fatty. 
That reminds me of my uh, DDPs. Plus 9.35. To go Toronto for the win. The Marlins for the plus one and a half. Mets for the minus one and a half. And in Colorado, Arizona need to get to 10 runs. I got some dollars to make you holler on it. Jay, let's recap before we get all these lovely people out of here. So you can enjoy their day. OPMG Fire Sports, you know, hanging around to the very, very end. So that was the four-pack that we just went through. And then in just a little bit, it's Hunter Green and Chris Sale. We're going to go under the F5, U5, baby. And then same thing, Bybee V. Lopez, F5, U4 and a half. Yeah, Tyler C. Heavy DDP vibes. Hopefully we get another one out tomorrow later on. But, yeah, so we're going to go under, which kind of kills props and stuff like that. If you want, I've got walk props up. Right, man. We feel those. <laughs> Some birds are good luck, right? You know, getting, getting pooped on. It's, you know, bird poop's good luck. Sorry, that'll do it, everybody. Hopefully, you know, we get back on track. Let's get some wins. We are going to, like, start. We're going to catch fire at some point, right? And just absolutely take off. You know, I'm not going to budge from doing good work and making good bets and smart plays while managing my risk, right? That would be silly. So that'll do it, everybody. Thank you so much. Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Keep an eye out for Joey Osborne's shorts. Tomorrow, the hour show, monotone football stew in the, in the house. Joe Osborne's bit is taking a swing, by the way. Those have been really good. We're going to start bringing some uh, nerfy, yearfy stuff your way also. Don't ask me about that stuff. And then make sure you hit the bell because that's what matters. The cartoon finger, rate, review, and subscribe, audio-only pod. Tag Rob Pizzola on Twitter. He loves that stuff. Tell him how good of a job we're doing. The pizza man bringing you the large round. And I guess that is it. Tomorrow, baby, can't wait. Before the weekend from J&J. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, everybody. Remember, when you work this hard, there's a lot less like luck, yo. Good luck tonight. Peace.